Read. Junk. Read. Junk. Read. Junk. Podcast. Read the podcast with your host, my guy. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's the Read Junk Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kremko. It's almost the end of the year. And I have a new episode. Yay! Might have one more episode to close out the end of the year. Gonna go over our best stuff list, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we can squeeze that in after Christmas and before New Year's Eve. But for now, got a new episode with Ryan Android. You might know him as Honorary Android on T Public. Um, he's a shirt designer, uh, does a lot of ska punk, kind of, something very similar to me, actually. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny how that happened, but yeah, we have kind of similar styles. So I really wanted to talk to him and uh, feature him on the podcast and just kind of shoot the shit a little bit. But he has like a lot of ska punk Disney theme kind of t-shirts. So maybe you've gotten something from him in the past. Uh, this episode, I wanted to talk to Ryan about shirts and just designing in general. Then we talk about Scum Punk for a little bit, what shows we've been to, what some bands he likes, what some albums that stood out to share to him. And then later on, Ryan recaps going on the new Galaxy's Edge ride, Rise of the Resistance. But don't worry, he doesn't spoil too much. But you also just talk about Walt Disney World and the parks because I love Walt Disney World and he lives there. So we, we both just love that kind of stuff. So we talk about that for a little bit. And then we finish up the episode by talking about The Mandalorian, Disney Plus, and then some other shows that we've been checking out. It's a cool conversation, so be sure to check out Ryan's work at TeePublic at tpublic.com slash user slash honorary android. You can also find him on Instagram at honorary android as well. After that, you can also check out my stuff as well, Brian Kremko Designs on Instagram and Brian Kremko at TeePublic. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, some other platforms, or you can just listen to the episode on Rejunk as well. So let's get this episode rolling. Here's Ryan and I talking shirts, Scott, and Disney World. What a combo. Right here on the Rejunk Podcast. Hey, I'm here with uh, Ryan. I guess you know him as Honorary Android on TeePublic and other sites and stuff like that as well. Um, we're going to be talking about t-shirts today, we're going to be talking about Disney and just music and whatever else comes in between. So how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Awesome. Um, so I wanted to pick your brain a little bit about t-shirts because I just got into... Uh, I just sort of like look. I just I just figured you out. I don't know where I found you. I think I think somebody that was in a ska band like mentioned you, and I went and looked up your stuff, and I'm like, wow, this guy does all the kind of same stuff that I do. <laughs> like sort yeah, of like. I think you liked one of my when I noticed you were following me or liked my pictures or something. I'm like looking at your stuff, and I'm like. This is like the same stuff I do. This is amazing. I know. And I didn't know about you. I think it was Tedford who used to be like in um, some other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he like, I don't know where he, I was somewhere on Facebook. He's like, oh, check out this guy. I'm like, this is like the same stuff I do. <laughs> so I was like, you know, so I kind of want to like, for this podcast, I, I, occasionally I want to just feature artists like myself and I mean, you you seem to be having a better, a lot better following than I do. So you're doing something right. <laughs> uh, I think it's just luck. Yeah. Um, so when did you start designing T-shirts? Uh, 2016. 
All right. So it was a little bit after me. I think I started doing that in like 2015. So that's okay. That's interesting. And then, I mean, so what's your art background background like? Um, nothing professional, just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Like you never like went to art school or anything like that? No, no. Wow. So, I mean, so, so what kind of like, what's like your medium, I guess? Like, do you just draw? Do you, do you, do you like just digital art or? Um, now it's pretty much just digital cause I can, um, make as many mistakes as I want and they just disappear perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I guess when I started like really getting like creative again as an adult, um, I was painting and I was doing like custom toys and stuff. Oh. And then I was like, one day I was like, you know, I'm going to go buy a tablet with a touch screen and see if I can make art on that. What kind of tablet? Um, I have a cheap next book. Oh, so like a, like an iPad kind of size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I was teetering on whether to get that or get like the Wacom, Wacom, whatever, that's how you pronounce see, it. I, I had, I had bought one of those. Yeah. And I, I have a weird, like, I can't draw something and not see it come, you know, from my hand. Yeah, it definitely, like it's, there was, it's, there was takes, a disconnect yeah. there. So I was like, let me go see if I can buy something where I can just draw right on the screen. Yeah. And that's, and that's when I, cause I had the tablet where you had to look up and I'm like, this sucks. Like I'm not used to doing this, like kind of looking up kind of style. And then, so I finally saved up money and got some, like the, the tablet that you can draw on the screen, but it's such a pain in the ass to hook it up. And especially when I don't have like a area that's like a, you know, dedicated area for my computer, I have just like a laptop. So it's like, it's such a pain in the ass to hook it up, but then it's still like, I can't get the, like the settings right. And it's like, oh, maybe I should went with the tablet instead, like an, an iPad or something like that with the, cause I don't know, it's just like the natural flow of it feels a little bit better with an iPad kind of stylus pen, I guess. And I, um, most of the stuff I do, um, is my, uh, the program I was using on the tablet wasn't supported anymore. So I couldn't update it. Uh, so I downloaded another, uh, a, a program called Inkscape, which like, it's kind of like illustrator, but it's free. Okay. And I pretty much do everything with a mouse now. Wow. I, I, I do that like the pen tool for Illustrator. I do a lot of my designs that way. Um, just, it's just something about it where it's just, I've I gotten so good at designing that yeah. way. And then it's like, I try, I'm like, oh, let me try doing a pen. And then it's just like, I'm like, damn it, it's just not working. Like, I can't get it right. Yeah. It's just, it's just the way it is. Like I, I, I went to art school and then did fine art and I was like, I did a lot of painting and stuff growing up and kind of ventured into just web design. That's what I do for a living. Um, but I still kind of do like the doodling and then I got into t-shirts and doing T public around 2015. And I kind of, now I've gotten really hardcore into, into doing it. Um, just cause it's nice little side money here and there. Um, yeah. And it's, but it's, it's very also frustrating as you probably know of like thieves and takedowns oh. and especially, yeah. especially with the stuff that we, that we do, um, where it's kind of borderlines on a lot of, you know, 
intellectual properties that we shouldn't be doing but it's like it's such a fine line of like it's fan art it should be kept on there yeah. and like yeah it's, like, pu- it's punk rock the it's like, people, they're not going after the people selling doodles at conventions they're going after the guys that make two dollars on yeah for sure <laughs> like oh yeah printing. And it's like, I, I like what T public's doing now with like the fan art stuff, but I haven't really done, I haven't really done any of the stuff that's from those properties yet, but I'm yeah, sure I'm hoping they expand. Um, so how did, why did you get into doing t-shirts? Um, I had friends that did it Yeah, and I used to give my friend ideas all the time. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, I could be doing this myself too. Like I don't need to be giving away all the ideas. I could be doing the ideas. Yeah. Yeah, my friend's like, oh, another, yeah, it's, it's something similar. My friend's like, I'll design the, the T-shirts or I'll, I mean, I'll give you the idea and you design it. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing all the work, though. So it's like, it, and I'm like, well, we're going to split a dollar. It's not like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I'll just get my own ideas and do that stuff. Yeah, I can see why it's like, yeah, I'll just do it myself. Have you um, have you tried doing like an approach of not doing it on T public or anything and just maybe try doing it through conventions like doing it that through yeah, that way? I, I feel like most of my stuff is so niche that I wouldn't get the kind of audience that would buy a lot of it. Yeah. Like there's shirts on T public that I'm really like really happy about and I'll sell one. <laughs> and then something that took me about 15 minutes, I've sold like a hundred. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's so hard. Like I, I put up like the wet bandits one recently and I like, I didn't sell any of that so far. And I'm like, that's a great shirt that I came up with. Like, so but it's like, it, it takes a while for cer- certain shirts. Like someone's got to share it and or like yeah. social media. It's just so tricky. And then some things that I didn't think would catch on, like a captain Ron shirt that sold like over a hundred. <laughs> and I'm like, it's captain Ron. I don't know why people are like, we're so into that one, but I'm like, okay, it's, it happens. Um, so why did, did you pick, did you pick T public first or did you go with other sites and then you kind of yeah. just, no, T public was where I went first. Cause that's what my friends were using. Okay. Do you use other sites? No, just T public. I've thought about putting everything up on Redbubble too, but then I'm like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And I found, I started to do both and then it kind of, they take the, some of them, they, they would take some of them down that that i put up and then i I just didn't get it much sales over there that i do I did, public. um now that i thought of it i've done a couple times i've done shirts like for to raise money yeah and i've done those on teespring which is kind of terrible yeah um but i didn't want the money i wanted it separate from my normal shop yeah and you can also you make more money on teespring but they're that's where all the you know stolen shirts. Yeah, are. and I've I've put up stuff on on Teespring as well because I'm like, oh, the shipping's a little bit better than T Public, which I I wish T Public's shipping would be better because I end up buying. I'm like my number one customer. I buy all of my shirts that I d- design. That's the way I design. I design the way uh, shirts that I want as it, you know it's what I'll sell kind of thing. You so actually I'll, have all of your shirts? I don't have all of them, but I do okay. have. I I mean because I do have I think over a hundred now. I mean not. Oh, wow. But I do have I probably, probably like have about, 30. <laughs> yeah, I would say I probably have about 30 of my own shirts. Got some got some Christmas ones coming up soon. So I'm like, oh, and get my son some Christmas one, uh, some shirts. Because he's like, oh, I want that one. I want that one. I'm like, well, I can't get you everyone. 
Um, yeah, and I also I have also I signed up for the Amazon one, and I I have like maybe two or three shirts up there, where I'll occasionally get some sales. How does that one work? Yeah, it, it. I think it was like you had to like sign up for the program, and then you get accepted, and it's like if you don't sell from a certain design within a couple of weeks, like they just take it down kind of thing. But there's like a lot of bootleg stuff over there too. So it's kind of, I, I'm kind of afraid to use anything but T public because they seem like the only ones that were have their heads on straight as far as like bootleggers and that will try to at least protect your work t- to an extent. Yeah, I, I like that anybody can report a shirt on T public too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, I've had my number one shirt that I did was the Ted, it was a Deadpool fuck cancer one, which like blew up like wildfire. And, uh, because all the bootleggers shared it with Ryan Reynolds wearing it. So then I'm like, why am I getting sales all of a sudden? And then, so it's like, it was a blessing and a curse. I was like, I got, I sold, I don't know how many, um, but it's it's definitely been like over two thousand, three thousand <laughs> like shirts just on T public. So imagine if if those went to you know somewhere else or like they didn't they didn't do that. And then like I, I just I don't know if it would have sold as many if if they didn't do that. But at the same time, because people are trying to look for it, and then I'm like, this is the original. And then I, at one point I, I did so I did, I donated to to cancer charities as well. Um, for that shirt for like a couple of certain months and stuff like that. So kind of to give back a little bit, but yeah, it's, and so that one's like my most popular one. Um, what's one's, what's, which design is your most popular one? Right now, my most popular one is the untitled goose game goose that I put a prep Disney pretzel in his mouth and mouse ears on. Yeah. What I've been seeing like a lot of memes for that and I don't understand the meaning behind it. It's um, it's a it's a game that's on Nintendo Switch where you play a goose that just runs around a community and steals things from people and just wreaks havoc. Okay, because I saw that on Reddit and I shared it to you. I'm like, oh, people are posting about your shirt on Reddit on the Walt Disney uh, subreddit, I guess. Yeah, yeah, well, that one uh, got really popular because of Reddit, and then the snowman Yoda that I did, which is still up. Yeah, mine's um, still up, and that's I'm selling some decent ones of this is the way, but I changed it. This is the way, so <laughs> try not to get it, take it down. That um, that one's doing pretty well because uh, people have been sharing that one on Instagram. See, I thought the I thought the goose thing that everyone's sharing, I thought like it actually like a goose was ended up in the park somewhere and like <laughs> took someone's pretzel. <laughs> I mean, birds do that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It, they do that in Central Park with the squirrels. <laughs> but I didn't think in Disney they did that. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's so and you also so you have like a lot of punk ska kind of mashups with Disney. It's usually at a Disney or like theme park, you know, kind of stuff too. Yeah, I kind of do the same thing, yeah. Ninety percent of them are theme park related. Is that why you were just like you were set out to kind of have that niche kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm stuck in there sometimes now, but I'll still occasionally make something outside of that, <clears throat> and just you know, usually it finds who it's looking for. Yeah. Like I have some uh, Black Phillip designs the from the movie The Witch. Okay, I know, and I don't that. really even I don't even one of them I never even posted, and I've sold a bunch of them, like oh. just from people looking for Black Phillip. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm sure, I'm sure they made us one of the reasons why you're so you have a lot big following because you just have a very specific Disney or theme parks kind of style with other punk and ska. Some people probably don't even know it's punk and ska half the time. That it's just yeah, it's Disney. I think a lot of times they don't, and they just think it looks cool, which yeah. is fine with me. I kind of, um, I kind of like. A lot of people have told me they like my stuff because it doesn't look like it's something designed for based on a theme park or something. Yeah. Like it just looks like a t-shirt you would normally wear. But when you're in the right context, people are like, Oh, I get that. That's haunted mansion. <laughs> yeah. And I started cause I'm like, I was getting into, uh, or I was going to, I went to Disney in in the fall. So I'm like, I'm going to do a bunch of shirts and I'm like, I'll, I'll wear them around the park. See if people will notice it. Of course I wore a Porgs one that I did was like, for, oh, that was based on the Pogues. And of course, everyone loved that one when I walked around in Galaxy's Edge. But of course, it was taken down like right before I went. I'm like, damn it. From the usual suspect. <laughs> yeah. For the music licensing. Yeah. Who owns everything, apparently. Um, which was really frustrating because I was like, Disney didn't take that down, but they did. Yeah. Yeah, I think the first time I had something taken down by Bravado, I went in and took the musical artists' names off everything. <laughs> Yeah, and I've done that too, and I've done that for other properties, and I've changed things around. But I like then I'm like I saw my sales decrease. I'm like, all right, so I either got to do really hardcore social media kind of stuff where I'm just constantly posting, like five posts a day kind of thing, and annoying everybody, or I just kind of sell as many as I can and just like shrug my shoulders when it gets taken down. I guess I don't know. I don't know which. I don't know which is the right approach. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you have want, a lot of vague stuff. I don't stuff. want stuff getting taken down, but I want people knowing about it. Yeah. Um, so have you had any other issues as far as besides takedowns? Like, have I mean, obviously, all the bootleggers and, and thieves and stuff, that's has been such a hassle. It seems like it's like a full-time job trying to hunt these people down. It's almost kind of like, at the end of the day, just kind of say, fuck it, because it's not worth it. Yeah, I don't even really look. Every once in a while, someone will send one of my shirts that they'll see an ad for. And sometimes they have other texts added to them. And I think those are really funny. Oh. I'm like, it's like you made it terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like, I don't want people to buy it. And then it's like crappy yeah. quality. And then it's like, well, this guy's selling shitty stuff. And it's like, man, and yeah, it's just, it's frustrating. Cause it's like, it's something you worked on and I get, why people do it because they're just bastards. But, um, I, yeah. And I've had guys on T public that were kind of, they copied some of my stuff and then repurposed it. And I like, I tried doing a takedown and the guy's like, that's not fair. You don't own the, pro you don't know the rights to Deadpool. And like, I'm like, she's like, Oh, there's no choice. I'm going to have to go. We're going to have to go to court now. I'm like, I'm like, so I just like reverted back to him. I'm like, have fun. I'm like I just kind of did I'm like, I don't feel like dealing with this headache. It's just, it's just, it's a big headache when it, you know, it's part of the issue with designing kind of stuff like that. But what are you going to do, I guess? <laughs> um, so do you have any tips for social media? Because I can't seem to get like a certain, like certainly like Instagram, I can't seem to get like a, a number of followers. I don't know if it's just like, it's what you said, like luck with bloggers and Disney people sharing your stuff like hashtags always, or yeah i always try i always try to put like 25 30 hashtags yeah 
on, I try to usually do a post in the morning and a post at night. I haven't posted anything in like five days though. I noticed that. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I've been busy with my real life, my real yeah, job. I know. It's, it, <laughs> um, and then like, just try to like get people talking because one, if you get them commenting, you comment back to everybody, you'll show up in like the search. Right. And stuff. Yeah, and I try to do that. There's, but, there's yeah. a lot of that, and then that's a lot of work. Yeah, it is like it's almost like a full time job trying to do that as well. Yeah, and it's like I feel like Instagram's the best platform for for us. I feel like Facebook is. I've tried doing. I tried doing like the paid stuff, and I just feel like it's people just yeah, bots I've liking it. Yeah, it's like it never it gets seen by people that already follow you. Yeah. And if it's or people are just gonna like the image and they're not gonna go click on your link to, to buy something, maybe in the occasional, but unless you're putting like a lot of money into it, and I, that's, I don't yeah. see it's worth it. Um, what else was I gonna ask you? Everyone's running out. Of, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I mean, so. So you're going to be doing, so you have a lot of t-shirts, like you have, I don't even know how many t-shirts, like, was it like a thousand or no, like, it's like three, oh, 60. Okay. I'm thinking of someone else that's got like a thousand. I'm like, man, you're going to be posting yeah, I don't like know how those guys can have that much. Yeah. I'm like, I try to like, I try to like pick the obscure kind of movies or ones that people like, if people have done it, I don't want to do it. And it's, I try to do something that people haven't done. And then it, it gets frustrating when someone else has it, the same shirt as me, so, something similar. It's kind of like, mm, but yeah, <laughs> there was a, a while where I was like coming up with ideas and I was going on like searching for them and I wouldn't find anything. And then I would do it and post it. And then I would find someone that did it already. And I'm like, you know what? I did it already. I'm leaving it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's there's so much, especially with like fan art and like mashups and stuff. It's like, there's so much. <clears throat> And then it's like it's bound to be repeats. Yeah, it's even repeats. Like, uh, my friend, a friend of mine, messaged me the other day, and he was like, uh, "I have the the Green Day like American Idiot, yeah, but it's the old the lightsaber." And my friend did the same one, <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know if I saw yours and subconsciously did it again or what." He's like, "But I'm sorry," and I'm like, "I don't care." I was like, "Put it up in your store. It's cool." Yeah, that's, I was like, it looks different than mine. Yeah, if you just tweak it a little bit, yeah. <laughs> this is like an obvious like rip off, like some other people have done to mine. It's like, come on, uh, like at least change it up a little bit more. <laughs> um, so you work with like I think your friends with the the steel or something. He's like on Instagram as well. Is that yes? Like he's he has some good stuff. So you got do you guys have like a project or something? You guys- we do. Um, we have another shop with a friend of ours named John that we do magnets and stickers. Oh, okay. And so it's like, and it's funny because we wanted to do magnets because nobody did magnets, and then T Public started doing magnets. Yeah, I'm kind of annoyed with the way that they're handling the shipping for that stuff because it's like I want to go order a shirt and a sticker or a pin and the separate shipping and i'm like come on like no one's gonna buy this stuff like it's like get the same shop to do the same things it's i don't know and it's like the shipping's like it it, the prices is insane and then takes sometimes takes forever i'm still waiting for an order that i where um where do you live i live in new jersey where do you get your shirts from when you order from t-public 
Like, what do you mean? Like, what delivery like, service? Yeah. No, no. Like, where are they shipped from? Oh, they might be. I don't know. It depends on. I guess. I guess it depends. But it might be like. I forget. I forget. Honestly, it could be like Midwest or South. Because there's a shop in South Florida. Okay. And this time last year, I ordered a bunch of shirts, and they all came in bad. Uh, and I, you know, you know T Public's customer service has always been really great. Yeah. And I was just like, can you just send it somewhere else? Like, I don't want this shop printing it. And they still came back again, just as bad. Yeah. It's like, I have to do a lot of my, a lot of my designs. I have to do like 80% like shrunken down because they make them so fucking big. And it's like, it's no one's good. I don't like the, the print like that big for some of the stuff yeah same same yeah and it's and it also the smell of it and like it's you have to wash it before you wear it because it's because <laughs> the, yeah, the ink um, uh, uh, I had ordered a shirt for myself and I had it shrunken down and it, when it got it it was 100% it was huge wow. and I contacted them and they did some something on their end that would make it so it would always print the right size after that oh yeah, I've, I've, I'm like teetering between a medium and a large. So it's like I keep some days I'll, I, so I'll try it on and like my Space Mountain one that I did. I'm like, I'm like, I can't fit it. So I'm like, can you send like a larger one or a, just like for some reason it doesn't fit and because they switched, they always switch around the material, the shirts. Yeah. So it's like now they have tags in it. So I feel like it's a different t-shirt. So now it's like, it doesn't feel like it fits me as well. So like, oh, and then so they just resend the same shirt. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like who wants a free shirt because it's the same thing. But yeah, I had a, a friend of mine that that does the shirts too. He, it was like right around when they started, uh, when they got rid of the branded shirts. You know, the ones that had the logos. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, yeah, I love those. Uh, he complained about it, and they sent him his whole order again in the old shirts. But by the time, well, when it happened to me, they didn't have them anymore. And if anyone from T, T Public's listening, we do like you guys, but you you know you can switch things up. You know, <laughs> it's it's positive uh, positive criticism. <laughs> it is because I still like the shirts. Yeah, I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, I'll see my Comic Con. I'll like talk to some of the community uh, managers and things like that when I'm when I'm there uh, near Comic Con. Yeah. Um, cause they, 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 I don't know if they were there last year. I didn't get to go cause it was right when I went to Disney world. Uh, so I was, I was trying to schedule it around Comic-Con and I'm like, I, and then it was like, Oh, I got, I got back on a Saturday and I'm like, maybe I'll go to Sunday. And I'm like, and to, I just walked like 40,000 steps <laughs> a day. <laughs> um, so, so what other, so are you working, so you're doing the magnet stuff and the stickers, are you working on anything else? Like anything that's just like for not for sale, just. Um, no, not really. No. <laughs> um, but we, yeah, so we were talking about, about music and stuff, uh, like on Instagram. And so you went to, so you obviously like punk and ska. Yes. Um, your Spotify was pretty much ska this year from what you posted. I'm like, wow, I don't yes. even listen that much. Ska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went, uh, in July, I went to, to Chicago to see, um, the pilfers one night and then the next night Hepcat. Oh, nice. Wow. So I haven't like, seen Hepcat in a while. See, yeah, I, I, it had been like 17 years since I'd seen them. So like, that was a big deal that I was getting to see Hepcat again. 
See, I did all the I did all the shirts for for the pilfers. Uh, like the last like Cooley would always ask for me to do shirts and stuff like that. So it's uh, yeah, I've become close with Cooley. Um, but yeah, that's I, that's why I did that. I did like a Radix Fest uh show in July and pilfers play with the most of the original lineup and and uh, some other bands. It was it was fun. Um, but how was Hepcat? Amazing. Yeah. Like- they played for like almost two hours and just it's amazing how much energy those guys have still like they were just dancing the entire time yeah and i got to see uh, deals gone bad open for them and i hadn't seen them before so that was really awesome yeah they're good i haven't seen them in a while it's been well maybe been like maybe within 10 years i think i've seen them um pilfers I, i see like once a year um, I saw pilfers with Goldfinger last year on a boat and that was quite interesting. Like one of those rock cruises that goes around Manhattan. So, was, and then, yeah. And then John Fel- Feldman like was crowd surfing and I'm like taking pictures and he falls on top of me and I'm like, my glasses are falling off my face. It was bonkers. It was fun though, but <laughs> I wouldn't do that again. I don't think. Um, but Hepcat, I haven't seen since the new England Scott fest in 1998. That was yeah, like, yeah, Massachusetts. Probably around. I want to say I saw them on the Warp Tour. Yeah, was the time I'd seen them before July. But they're playing. They're playing that Supernova down in Virginia. I I wish I could go to it, but you going? I want to. I haven't bought tickets yet, but yeah, I think they're doing some sale right now. I think it's such an incredible lineup too. Like. It's like they're almost all my favorite bands. Yeah, it's I'm like every every time they announce a band, I'm like, come on, I'm like I, I can't go to Virginia. <laughs> I'm like hoping some of these bands will come up here or, or plays. I think like the I just saw the Planet Smashers for the first time in like 20 years, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, they played with Goldfinger and Big D and suicide machines so that was like the last concert i went to i've only went to five shows this year so usually i go probably like two two a month when i used to live closer to the city but just i moved away from further from new york city so it's been tougher to go to shows plus i have a kid so it makes it tough um you saw the toasters too right oh yeah i saw them october oh okay so you're in what kissimmee yeah, Kissimmee. And then, like, a couple weeks after the Toasters, I saw Vic Ruggiero, Dave Hilliard, and um, what's the drummer's name? Um, I don't... Uh, he's, like, Lee Scratch Perry's drummer. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I can't remember his name. But anyway, I saw the three of them perform as a trio in a bar that only holds, like, 50 people. Oh, that's cool. I, I went to I went to see one show in Orlando. I forget what club it was. It was Less Than Jake, and we it was with it was probably in the late '90s. And my parents and I we, we all we would go to Disney World every year. So we made we kind of scheduled it around the Less Than Jake show that was in Orlando. It was like Fire something maybe I don't know. It, it was it was a big club, but yeah, it, it was around when like when Losing Streak came out. Uh, for Lesson Jake, so that was that was the only time I've experienced the Orlando scene for music. <laughs> they had a pretty back then. They had a pretty good, like, well, I mean, I guess we still have a pretty decent ska scene, but back then it was like all the bands played Orlando. 
Well, they had that one. They they had that one Moon Records comp that was just all Florida. It was yeah, yeah. The uh, closer to closer than you. Yeah, it was like Magna Dog, Magna Dog. Um, I'm trying to think of other bands. <laughs> yeah, who else was on that one? I forget. Like, I, I didn't like every band, but there's was was it Strange Ways from Florida? I don't remember. I don't know. It's it's been a while. <laughs> So, so was there any like other shows that stood out to you this year? Um, since it's almost the end of the year, I figured I'd ask um, some like year in review kind of questions. I think that was really all that I went to was. Oh, and I, oh, I saw Timeshares. Who's Timeshares? I don't know them. They're um, from New York. They're like a, like hot water music style, like hardcore. Oh, okay, like an AFI kind of thing. No, more like that Gainesville sound. Oh. Okay. We're like two singers. Okay. Yeah, I never heard of it. What time? Maybe I have. I don't know. There's been so many bands. Was there any albums that stood out to you this year? Um the uh the Agrilites uh Reggae Now, which I was never really a fan of theirs before that album, but that album made me want to go back and listen to all their other stuff. Oh really? I don't know. Yeah, there's some I liked a few of their songs. I didn't know if like I didn't think it was as good as their first couple that they released on what was like Hellcat. Um, but yeah, they're, they're good. They're a good live band. If they ever get down, get down there, go see them. They played, uh, I want to, I went into, uh, like the local record store and I bought that album. I think I bought another, I bought a Slackers album too. And then like, I got home and I was like, I wonder if Agro likes were playing anytime soon. They were playing that night in oh. South London. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> Yes, I'm not going. Okay, since you're since you're an Orlando guy, I have a story that that we once when we went down to Disney with our friends, like in like around college time. But we my friends dragged me to a college uh, to a country bar in Orlando somewhere, and I didn't want to go. But <laughs> so so the thing is, like they would like they would they were like line dancing to like rap music, but then they would start throwing down their cowboy hats and they would start humping it. And then, like, apparently this is an Orlando thing, and I don't know <laughs> what the deal with, with with that was, but yeah, it's it definitely I, it definitely stood out as a memory. <laughs> I can't say that I've ever been to any country bars around here. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's just when you were a local. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe it was just like the, the that night there was just some weirdos. But I'm like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was there any like non ska albums that you liked? Um, yeah, I've been listening to so much ska this year. <laughs> <laughs> do you like um, the Skins? I do like them, but I, I don't really listen to them a lot. Oh, okay, they're they're a really good live band. If they ever if they ever come to that area, definitely go see them. Um, I like Cat Bite a lot. That they're uh, just to have an album came out this year. Have you yeah. heard them? Yeah, I just saw actually, actually just saw them at the Skanksgiving show that I was at. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because it features and, guys yeah. from this uh, from the Snails. They used to be in the Snails, like Rock City band from Philly. I like them and uh, Thirsty Guys, but that's another ska band that had a good album came out this year. Oh. You're really into the ska. Yeah. I'm trying to think what you other ska. I gotta know. I was saying, I know there's like not Scott albums that came out this year. I like. Um, I wasn't a fan of the new specials album. I don't know. 
uh, Laura Jane Grayson's Devouring Mothers. That's a good one. Wait, which one? Laura Jane Grayson's Devouring Mothers. I don't know that one. That's her, uh, you know, from uh, Against Me. It's her other band. Oh, oh, right. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I don't know what the hell. I didn't. You, <laughs> you, you, I, I didn't hear the Lord Jane Grace part. <laughs> um, I like the new Menzingers album. A yes, lot. that was my number one album that I and, think favorite. Yeah, a lot of people I've heard like didn't really like it, but I I dug it. I Since it their last good. album, I think they've really just matured their sound to be more like kind of like Gaslight Anthem, I guess, in a way, like the the the. Like the '59 sound, that kind of gaslight anthem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, for the, like those last two albums, I think they're just been excellent. It's funny, I see, I I saw them like in 2008, 2009, at some like tiny little like ska little festival, and they're played like on a like a picnic bench kind of thing. And now they're just selling out venues and stuff. It's great. Yeah, I saw them. I saw them around the same time with Hot Water Music in Gainesville. Okay. So, I mean, what's, so have you always been in Florida or? Uh, pretty much. I lived in, uh, right outside Philadelphia when I was like a baby. Okay. And then, um, when I was, uh, 30, I lived in New York city for a year. Oh. And then came back to Florida. Okay. So just like recent, so just like the last couple of years you've been in Florida? No, like besides that it's always been florida oh okay one year in new york city okay but were you like doing like school or something in the city or were you like um, working i was being a stay-at-home dad oh okay <laughs> his mom was working there and the city was paying for her rent so she was just like you guys come up here and live with me okay we did. i mean sure i'm sure you saw some good shows then <laughs> If you could get uh, out, maybe. <laughs> I did. I did see um, "Fucked Up," and they were really awesome. <clears throat> and I saw Pie Tasters play for free in an alley behind a uh, bar. Pie Tasters. That this is in New York City. Yeah. What what bar was that? It was like a like it was called like City Winery or something. Oh right, I got it. And it was like yeah. in their little market thing, and they had like an out yeah. there. Okay. I saw Willie Nile yeah. there. Yeah, he did the same thing. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I, I love City Winery. They they have I don't I don't do they have one in Florida? No, oh. I don't think so. That's a, that's something that should be at Disney Springs actually. <laughs> if if they if they ever venture down that way, it would be a good location because it's like a good music venue. They have really good food. Uh, the burgers are really good. Um, if you yeah, like sit down music kind of thing. We didn't even go inside because it was just outside. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've I've been in the inside the venue. Yeah, I didn't realize it was an indoor venue too. Yeah, they have them all over the place now. Um, I'm trying to think of where they are, but like the the bigger cities, you know, kind of thing. But I'm surprised they don't have one down south. Um, but okay, let's venture now. Let's do the Disney portion because I wanted like because I. Since you're so close to Disney, I really wanted to talk to someone that rode, rode, ride, uh, the Rise and the Resistance, and uh, you just did that on Tuesday. Now, without trying to be too spoilery, because I'm trying to like, I have I've been trying to avoid the like all the ride, 
like just see people's reactions kind of thing to it. So if you can kind of like maybe just do like a maybe a quick little recap of what your ex- what what your experience was like. So do you do you want me to start with like the experience of actually getting to ride it? Yeah, yeah. Like before the actual ride. Yeah, like that so, story, the whole story part, but not, like try to keep like the the vague of right, the actual right, ride. Yeah. yeah. That that that's gonna be easy because I've had a lot of practice not talking about it because <laughs> not a lot of other friends have ridden it. So I'm like, well, you're not getting anything out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so when they opened it, it opened on December 5th. And I was thinking I could go to work, get off work, drive over to the park, and I'd be able to ride it. No big deal. Nope. But what they ended up doing was it's only a virtual queue. So the only way you can get in the queue is if you're in the park, you go on the app and get like requests, a boarding party. The problem is, is the boarding parties are gone within like an hour and a half after the park opens. So like by 7 a.m. they seem like they're gone. Well, maybe like 830. Okay. By then they'll be gone. But I guess guess it depends on what day, though. If it's the weekend, of course, it's going to be. I think they started opening the park later since I wrote it. So since I knew that you're going to have to go early in the morning to get there, I was kind of watching like Facebook and Instagram and stuff and seeing other people's experiences. I had off on Tuesday, so I got up at four o'clock in the morning. It takes me about half an hour to get to the park. (laughs) So parked at four 30 there was already maybe about 50, 60 people in line at security check. When more people started showing up for, for the security, they let us in. They let, they just started letting everybody in. And then, so this is probably around five 30. Everyone is just lined up at the turnstiles. And I, I guess it's depending on how many people show up is when they're going to, when they open the park. So around six 30, they let us all in. And then we could get our boarding groups and we got um, the, my friends that were here on vacation went with me and we got in boarding group eight. So we're like, okay, cool. You know, we're just casually walking over towards galaxy's edge right before we, we entered the tunnel to get in. We got the notification boarding group eight can go ride. Oh, wow. Okay. Sweet. So let's go. And, you know, we walk in, they had to scan our magic bands just to get in to the line. And they were like, you're the first people here, by the way. Wow. So we were along the first like group of six people to ride it that day. Well, you lucked out. I know. I, I were like, cause I've watched the like vlogs and stuff of it. And I see people in the line and I'm kind of like, it's so cool that we didn't have really any other people in front of us that we got to see everything by ourselves. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. I mean, the line, uh, the queue is like massive. Like, you could probably wait in that queue for four hours if they filled it. Just. It probably will get to that point, too. <laughs> what's not even like, and that's not like extending out of the, you know, main area, just what, how it wraps around inside this building. Yeah. Could probably, you probably, probably be about a good four or five hours. But so, um, so is there stuff to do on the queue though, or you didn't really experience it because you weren't waiting that long? 
well there's tons of like props and stuff in there like yeah uh, flight suits and weapons and stuff for the resistance and uh but the way the way the ride works is it's almost like you're just going through the queue suddenly you're in a room and and it, the experience starts oh okay and it's not like every other ride where there's like a pre-show and then you get on a you you know board a car and then you do your little the ride yeah like there's several things before you even get on the ride that are part of the experience huh awesome because you you start out you're on batu you're in this resistance base and you get a mission and you're infiltrated by the first order and then you're in a first order ship. Nice. And like, it feels like you're on a first, like a, on a ship kind of feeling like it's the transition between being in this resistance area to being on the star destroyer is like one of the coolest transitions they've ever done. Mm. Cause it's essentially like the stretching room at the haunted mansion, except you're feel like you're in a completely different spot when you come out the other side. Well, it seems then, like they got a home run here. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, there's like the ride is multiple floors wow. when you're in the car and it's like a combination of like everything. There's screens, there's like Pepper's ghost effects, there's physical props. There's like, I want to say there's something like 60 animatronics. Most of them are stormtroopers, but yeah, I've seen the, like the one shot of just all the stormtroopers like lined up. I couldn't yeah. tell if that was actual animatronic or it was like a blue or like a the screen or not. But they move a little bit. They're all like there. I know some might be just like mannequins. Okay, but they'll move their heads a little bit or like you know move their arm a little. But yeah, and, I, haven't, I haven't been watching too many videos, but I've seen that shot and I've seen the like the one the one shot of like the, like the Walker kind of things where you go kind of underneath it. So I mean, is it, is it kind of like in a way, great movie ride a little bit? It does remind me of that a lot. Um, that's great. Cause I love great movie ride and it's gone. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of feeling like you're cause you, but you're really, it feels like you're really in star Wars now. Like it's not like passive, like you are in star Wars when you're on rise of the resistance. So, so your overall feeling is this is like the best ride in Disney World now, or? I mean, it might be the best, but it's still not my favorite. Oh, so what's your it's favorite still, then? It's still not Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. <laughs> or Splash Mountain. Like, I love those two. Those are. Yeah. But it's like, it's like the next step in the evolution of like the way they tell stories and the way that you experience things. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hoping like they update a lot of stuff to go more to that direction of like Avatar and and some of those rides because I feel like they could be doing so much more, especially like and get the classic ones like try not to update it too much kind of thing. But yeah, I feel like they can be doing so much more with and I, I wish they had like a Muppet Land. Like I feel like they really dropped the ball with the Muppets. Like I, yeah. I still love Muppet 3D, but they could have had it. They tried, but then once Jim Henson died, that all kind of fell apart. Yeah. 
I feel like they just mishandled the whole property in like Disney plus kind of, they had something and then it's not there. And, but it's like, I, I going back from when I was at the, went to, to Disney Hollywood studios and going to Muppet 3d. I still, I still wa- love watching that, that one show. I'm like, Oh man, I wish they could do more with it. I hope they never get rid of that. No, it's, I, as I feel like that in Star Tours, I feel I don't know what they'll do with Star Tours. Just keeping it or move it. Maybe they eventually move it to Galaxy's Edge. I don't know. I've, I don't know if it would make sense to do that. I think it's it's fine where it is. It's like that's like the theme park version of Star Wars. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge is you're in Star Wars, especially now that it's complete. Well, I mean, do you think it's I mean, it's complete now. So, I mean, what's your overall overall view of Galaxy's Edge, like with Smuggler's Run, and then like the? Do you feel like it's just like a shopping mall for Star Wars fans, or do you actually feel like it's an actual land? No, I think it's it's an actual land. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's gonna be shopping. It's Disney. Yeah. <laughs> like, like people, you know, I hear them complain, like, oh, it's it's just a bunch of places to buy things, but it's like when new Orleans square opened at Disneyland, there were no rides. It was just stores. And now it's got pirates of the Caribbean and haunted mansion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so I went to, so I went to Disney in the fall and so I did galaxy's edge. I did it, I think two or three times. And then I think the best time to go is like right before the park closes, like the last hour and like at nighttime, it feels a little deader than going like right in the morning kind of feeling and I like I love the blue milk, love the green milk. I think I like the blue milk better. Um I only tried the blue one. I haven't tried green yet. It's kind of like a citrusy kind of flavor to it. Um I mean it's eight dollars a pop though. It's yeah. kind of expensive, but I'm like, ah when when in Disney World it's splurge. <laughs> but yeah. I, I wasn't gonna splurge on the two two hundred dollar lightsaber. I was just it's just yeah. too much. As I was saying, like for the ones one percenters <laughs> It looks like a mag light with a lightsaber coming out of it. I put a forty a forty dollar one, and that was fine. It, the only problem though is when you put it on, it only lasts for like five seconds and then turns off. I don't know if it's like a on a trial run kind of thing or like a different like a test setting, but it gets kind of annoying when you're trying to play and then play with it kind of thing. Turns off. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, for forty dollars, then I'm take pictures with it and. I, I love the like the stormtroopers walking around. They interacted with with us, especially if you have a kid with a stroller. You know that kind of they attract to that and go to go and talk with you. So that was like a, a really fun experience. But I feel like the land needs more like droids, characters walking around besides just stormtroopers. I mean, yeah, they're supposed to be droids, like like moving around. That there was going to be droids. Yeah, like at every Comic Con that I go to, they have someone with a remote control with a R2D2, R2D2, do something like that, and then have more like characters walk around besides stormtroopers. See, you see Kylo every once in a while, and Ray. I didn't see him. Yeah, Chewie's there sometimes. So Chewie, the, and then like the blue haired kind of girl yeah, walking around. I see her all the time. Yeah, I can't remember her name. She's in the books. I, I do really like that they made a character from the books a walk around character. I wonder if I wonder if Batu will be in the it will be in the new Star Wars movie. I guess we'll find out in a week. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know if they're, they'll they'll probably bring that into the world like down the line. I think. Yeah, maybe like a Disney Plus kind of thing or or yeah, cartoons. Yeah, I'm really surprised 
that they were not really surprised, but I would definitely not be surprised if they shot like a Mandalorian episode at Galaxy's Edge. Or you mean like Batu? You mean or like? Yeah, yeah. Just you know, but just filmed it right there because oh. you know it's California. You know, they could do it in California, I'm sure. Like, yeah, they make movies out there. Like, it wouldn't even be you know they'd probably bring in lights. That's that's all you got to do. It's yeah. already into some blue screens kind of thing. Yeah, they probably can get away with it. And I was like, I was tying my shoe, I think, by the cantina. And I'm like, all of a sudden I'm hearing like ships fly over my head. I'm like, I'm looking up because I'm thinking there's flying over me. And it's kind of, kind of like a cool feeling. Did you get a chance to go? You, you went to the cantina though a few times, right? I I went the first time after I got off Rise of Resistance. Okay. So I only went once too. And the experience was kind of, I had a four-year-old, so it was kind of, and we were, we had to stand at a table. So it was kind of annoying to, to stand and he couldn't even reach to the table and we went in breakfast too. So it was kind of like we had like limb, we had like the the cinnamon rolls. I like, I mean, I like the cinnamon roll kind of thing that they had, the, the lava, whatever it's called. Yeah. Mustafarian lava roll. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> and, um, and then I had the blue bantha milk with the cookie. I'm like, I figured I'd give my son Connor the, 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 the cookie. So at least he ate that. And then that was, that was the first time I tried the blue milk, but I actually like the smoothie version better. And that, it's, it's funny like enough that, that the one in the cantina is thirteen dollars. That's more money. <laughs> I wanted to try that one. I was like, I thought maybe I'd like the one in the cantina more. That's like milk, not as like that frozen. Yeah, so I like the frozen one better. I tried the uh, what did I have in there. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. It was a coffee. It was like a tiki drink, okay. but instead of alcohol, it was coffee. So it was like coffee and passion fruit juice. And like lime, and it was very weird, but it was good. Yeah, I think it was like it was too early in the morning. I feel like they they weren't as lively as I've seen other videos where it's like they're like chanting and like the and like Rex was just kind of he wasn't really doing much. But it, where I was, I was getting annoyed because there wasn't a bathroom in there, so they had my and my and like people, my wife had to go to the bathroom, so it was like she had to leave the cantina. So as that was happening, the table was kind of empty, and they kept trying to put people at our stand up table. I'm like, we already have two groups here, like sharing a table, and like they, it was like it was so it was kind of like a bad experience for the cantina. Maybe if I went again and we sat down, it'd be a little bit better, but I don't know. They're even allowed to have it without having a restroom in it. Yeah, so I don't know what they were thinking with that, with designing that. Um, the Imagineers, like I guess, forgot the bathroom. <laughs> they don't. They don't have those in this part of space. But I actually, <laughs> the, the actual bathrooms though were kind of cool though, with like the way they had like the troughs or something for like the yeah, guys the and things. yeah. That's, so it's definitely the way they designed certain things was good. Did you um did you ever build a droid or anything like that? I haven't. I do want to do that, but I haven't done it yet. See, we already, we already had like a little small BB-8 that we kind of play with every once in a while. I'm like, I can't see spending like $100 on this thing that we'll play every once in a while. And the same thing with like a $200 lightsaber. I'm like, I want to play with it. I'm like, that thing's going to break. And like- <laughs> I wish you could just go in there and do it. And not take, you know, not take the lightsaber home. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I, I, I want to experience that. And then you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the experience. Yeah, because I've seen people doing it. It's like, oh, man, I was crying. And my, my buddy, who's like a huge Star Wars fan, was like, I was crying when I was holding it. I'm like, yeah, that, I saw the video. It looked, looked good, but can't afford it. 
Like, or are you spending thousands of dollars just going to Disney? <laughs> now, I mean, so what do you, as Galaxy's Edge aside, what do you think of the upcom- uh, upcoming changes for uh, Epcot? Uh, I'm like super excited. Like, yeah, the Guardians think, coaster looks cool. It looks like it could be cool. I like like everything. Like I know a lot of a lot of Disney people are want Epcot to be like put in amber in 1985 and remain that way forever. No, but it's it's badly needs it to be updated. It needs to grow. It, like yeah. it's been neglected for far too long, and now they're finally doing something. Like I'm really surprised they've already started taking buildings down. Like I was like, these are going to be the first budget cuts. I was like, they're not going to cut tear these buildings down. They're not going to get rid of the fountain, and they're gone. Oh yeah, they got the fountain gone when I got there. I was like, kind of bummed. So I wanted to take pictures of it, but I'm like, oh well. <laughs> I was I was there at the last night for uh, uh, illuminations, and I was fucking bonkers. I'm like, I've never seen it that crowded before. Of like just the, the entire area, of, and then we—I didn't eat anything either, so I was like trying to walk around, trying to. It was during food and wine, mm-hmm. so trying to find stuff, and it was just like so. And then it started raining too, so it was like made it just like a really like. That was the first night we went there too, and it was uh, that of our trip was Illuminations at the final night. So I'm like, oh, we got to do it because that's like my dad's favorite thing was going to see Illuminations and dragging us there to go see it. And I'm like, I had to go pay tribute to my dad. Was you know he passed away a couple years ago, but I was like, I'm like, I need to go to Illuminations. I got to do it. And then so like I put my son, my son on my shoulders, and and then and then as soon as Illuminations started, it's just the rain kind of stopped. So it kind of like, ah, that was nice. Um, and then quickly got the hell out of there. And thankfully you didn't have to wait hours. <laughs> I know usually, uh, for, for locals, it's, you leave right as an illumination is starting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you hear them, you hear them start the music and you're like, all right, time to go home. But then, but then we went back a few days ago for the Epcot forever one. And I was like, totally disappointed. I was ready to leave halfway through it. It was just boring. I uh, I haven't haven't seen that. Yeah, yet. I don't or, recommend. I, it's it's I only a temporary there. thing. Yeah, I was there one night when it was going on. We were standing in Mexico, like behind the building there on the water. Yeah, so we could hear the music and stuff. And I was like, oh, the music's all right. I like this. Yeah, and then they have like these flying kite things, and it's like wasn't enough. And then as that's happening, you could see uh, like happily ever after. Uh, from Magic Kingdom, you see all the fireworks still going on. I'm like, oh, we should have went over there because, <laughs> like, with the, the night before, we did we did the Halloween party, so we were like, we're we were there like twice already. So I'm like, let's stay just Epcot today, and it's just and it's like even like Spaceship Earth. I'm like, I'm hoping they updated a little bit better because last time I was on Spaceship Earth was when Jeremy Irons was narrating it. Um, so it's, it's been a while now it's like, was Judy Dench and I guess it's going to be probably updated now. I yeah. I think they're closing in, in the new year. So I'm, I'm hoping that's updated. Well, I like that they're uh, going to make the story about storytelling instead of communication. Like it's going to focus on how humanity has told stories and shared them with each other, which is something that like doesn't really need to be constantly updated. Yeah. It's gonna be seeing caveman do the selfies, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what else? I mean, what else are they doing? It oh, they're doing the Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins, whatever they're doing, Rado Tutui. Like, yeah, I don't know if they're doing the Mary Poppins if it's a show or is it a ride. They haven't said yet. Oh, they okay. just they're gonna build 
the neighborhood. Yeah. And you can, you're going to go into the Banks's house and there's going to be something. <laughs> That's like as much as they've said. My, uh, as long as they don't close down the mini trains in Germany, and that was my kid's favorite thing. Like he have, I want to see the trains. <laughs> <laughs> so we would, okay, we got to go back. And then like we did the Skyliner, and then for our last night we did the Skyliner, was which was the day before it that that one accident kind of thing. So oh, we, I, I I rode it that day too. That was the first time I rode it. it was the night before that. Oh, on that Friday? Wow. Okay. Yeah, we went. We yeah, and then we did went to Disney Hollywood Studios. So we were probably in the park the same day. That's crazy. I, I only went and rode the thing though. Like, oh, okay. That we was went it? Out to, yeah, we went out to dinner, like a whole a bunch of uh, Josh the Steel. He was with me. Okay. And we were just, we were at dinner and we were like, should we just go ride the Skyliner? So we went and parked at Hollywood Studios, got on the Skyliner, rode it over to the resorts <laughs> and then rode it back. Yeah, it was, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it yet because it was like, I liked it because it was somewhat convenient. It kind of reminded me of like, you know, like subways, like you had to get out to go to the next hub kind of thing. That was kind of annoying, but I, I get it. Um, but it felt like we were kind of going the opposite way when we were going from Disney Hollywood or no, going from Epcot and then we had to go to Caribbean and then we had to go back up, I guess, to Disney Hollywood Studios. But it felt like we were going out of the way. I wish it was just like a more direct way to Disney Hollywood Studios. But maybe maybe over time they'll do something different. But yeah, if it's uh, successful as they yeah, want it to be. I mean, it seems like I mean, it seems like there hasn't been an incident since that. No, but I'm like, yeah, they were coming in when I, when I noticed, like when they would go into the hubs or the, the turns, like they would come in pretty fast. So I think they probably corrected that. I think that was probably the issue because it looked like dominoes. Yeah, those things they did really. We're going down and we're like, wow, you're really coming in fast, aren't you? Yeah. And my wife was like freaking out. She's like, if we we went during sun, sunset, so it's like if it was during a day, I'm like, it's like there's no AC inside. I don't know how it would be. It would be kind of pretty sweaty, I would think. Yeah, it was night too when we rode it. Okay. Yeah, there's like, it's not. And I also don't like the decals on the ends, uh, on the outsides because it's just, it's kind of hard to see, but I guess it's Florida. I mean, what else are you really going to see? It's like swamps. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what other stuff's happening in Magic Kingdom. Uh, oh, they're doing the Tron one. They're doing a the Tron. Yeah, they're building a Tron roller coaster. That one looks awesome. Now I think it's in Japan right now. That one, right? It's uh, Shanghai. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's the only thing they got going on over there right now. Yeah. I don't, I feel like they need to do, they need to do something else. It could, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of stuff there, but I, I still feel like it needs some, something else, like another land or, I don't know. I feel like they, they could be expanding so much, especially Animal, Animal Kingdom too is like another park yeah. I think needs to be expanded on, which I, I, it seems like they only have two things that for Avatar, which the journey one, I think, was a complete waste of time. I I had a fast pass for that because like the tier system with the fast pass is like so annoying. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do the journey, the Navi journey, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I'm so glad I didn't wait longer than like five minutes for this thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's something. Animatronic at the end is cool though. Yeah, it is, and it's like colorful. But I was like, man. It's, at least I mean, I only I waited 45 minutes for the flight of passage because I couldn't get a fast pass for that, um, which I think that was that was a really good ride. Um, 
I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like the best or my it's definitely not my favorite. I still like I don't know which one's my favorite. I think Slinky Dog's probably my favorite now because I, I I rode that like three times when I went there. That's a good. I only rode that um, the night before it opened. I rode it. Oh, I guess my girlfriend and I were were uh, were at home and we were we were we were on our phones and one of our friends was there in Toy Story Land because they had soft opened it and we're like, all right, let's go. Nice. And now it's like it's so hard to get a fast pass for. And- yeah. My kid, we, we rode it twice. And then we, the last night we were there, my kid like had a tantrum because he, I didn't want to wait an hour for it. <laughs> so, so we were trying to go on the, on the spinning one, the, the, uh, the aliens, uh, the alien saucer one. And then the people at the alien saucers are like, are, and he was like crying and she's like, they're like, are you okay? Like, oh, we don't want to, Andy doesn't like to see his toys upset. So here's a fast pass for Slinky Dog. We're like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, I'm going to tweet. I'm like, what's your name? I'm going to tweet this out. I'm like, that was, that was so nice that they did that. So it's like, it's sometimes it's like those little magic moments. I'm like, all right, yeah. he should have been crying for all these rides. Couldn't be getting all this. <laughs> But yeah, we we did uh, Slinky Dog during sunset. That was amazing. Like at six o'clock in the morning, that was just seeing that it was like pink skies. It was just gorgeous. Um, and Seven Minds was cool too, as far as roller coasters. Um, I don't know if like I still have Big Thunder Mountain, like the classic. It's still, the, but I never I did so I did Space Mountain at the Halloween party, and I I heard about that it was it, it was different and it was like dark, but I didn't know it was that dark during the Halloween party, like to just turn off all the lights and with different music. It was fucking scary. <laughs> they, um, for the Christmas party, they're running space mountain with the lights on. Like completely on, or just like, what just like Christmas kind of lights. No, like completely on. Oh, that's kind of weird. It's, uh, it's also scary. <laughs> I've ridden it before, uh, with the lights on. Cause then you're seeing everything. Yeah. And I've, I've I've definitely experienced that where I felt like my head just gonna pop off <laughs> because this is like one of those old timey roller coasters. But man, it's still one of the scariest roller coasters that I've been on. Like that and a uh, rock and roll coaster is still pretty scary. I like rock and roller coaster. I just don't like waiting for it. Yeah, I did the single rider and I waited like almost an hour for that for just a single one. Yeah, it, yeah, like that one for I guess the. Most people go in groups of like two and four. Oh, okay. So it's like they, they got to get those groups of three so they can use the single riders. <laughs> but the, the ride is only what, like a minute and a half. Yeah. So I'm like, I was like to my wife and my son, I'm like, you guys do the Cars Academy thing. I'm going to go do rock and roll. Because <laughs> my wife doesn't really do roller coasters like or like ones that especially that go in loops. So I'm like, I'll do this one. You you know, you go ahead. And then I wrote, I wrote, I then. I knew where the picture was taken. So I went and like did like the devil horns and like stuck my tongue out and I ruined someone's photo because everyone else had just like a straight face. So like, I looked like a goof kind of like doing the devil horns. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> um, are you going to do the galactic cruiser hotel thing when that comes out in 2021? If you yeah, can, I, if we could, if you can afford it, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be expensive. <laughs> the, uh, the thing that I think is, weird about that and it's never been brought up but it's like how are they really gonna have enough for you to do that you're gonna be in that hotel room for like three days and not be able to leave i think it's like two i think isn't it 
Is like, it? I don't. Know. I think it's. But like, I, I think it's like two nights. You're gonna be in a building with no windows for an awful long amount of time. It's, well, it's like going to Vegas or something. It's like you don't know what time it is. You're always inside. But I, I, I feel like it would be something like well, they they have to go on adventures or the ship something happens with the ship. It's like murder mystery kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. There's gonna be because I know you're gonna be able to go to the bridge and like control the hotel from the bridge and then you'll and probably I, have like fast pass exclusives to like batu i yeah, would think like a like a batu excursion kind yeah. of thing like, um, yeah i wonder if that's going to be before it opens so you're going to get the, the the land with like just other hotel guests yeah or after it closes and you know you just get to go there with whoever else is staying in the hotel which that would be pretty cool yeah i mean if if that might be something that worth pay- paying for if you can't, if it's still like four hour waits sometimes to the, some of the rides. I mean, you know, Smuggler's Run still pretty long lines. I think we only waited half hour. It's usually on an hour. I think it's been like two hours recently because of everybody yeah. showing up as the resistance. <clears throat> what do you think? We got lucky and uh, only waited about 45 minutes on the opening day to ride it. Yeah, that's kind of I was I was expecting it to be like how it is for Rise of the Resistance, where like, oh, you can't ride it for the rest of the day, kind of feeling. But I guess I guess everyone wanted the that was the one that everyone heard about and wanted to do, and yeah. But I was just, yeah, I just I just wanted to stay away from all the videos. Like I I feel like that was part of the experience of Galaxy's Edge kind of ruined it for me was seeing every vlogger vlogger just post every little waking moment of galaxy's edge that you kind of knew everything that was happening. So it kind of ruined it in a way. I mean, like going forward, I won't do that. Cause I mean, you get in like when you, you know, for me, you're a resident, so it's kind of different, but for like me, like we watched Disney food blog, we watched Serena living by Disney, like all those kind of videos we did like other bloggers and I would watch those like daily. So it's like, they would just it would get inundated with just old Disney stuff all the time. When you finally get there, you get kind of like, you just know what's going to happen. So I don't know if for anyone that's listening that hasn't gone to galaxy's edge, I would recommend just like not trying to watch too many of the videos and kind of just kind of go in and see for yourself, you know, and experience everything. Cause it's, I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's worth it to be kind of spoil free in a way. <laughs> Um, do you have Disney Plus? Yes. So you, yeah, so you've been watching Mandalorian. What do you think of that? I I like it a lot. I uh, I like that uh, it's just like very episodic, like in an old school kind of way, where it seems like just one off episodes. Yeah, like yes. the plot is really progressing much. It's just that's my only complaint. <laughs> I feel like it needs to progress a little bit. um, Yeah, I'm kind of getting to the point, like, after uh, this week's episode, I was kind of like, yeah, can we just get a little bit more? Because I thought it was coming, like, with Carl Weathers popping up on the ship. I was like, oh, we're going to get some more, something to tie this into everything. And it was like, oh, no, that didn't happen. So what do we got? Two more episodes left? Yeah, two more for uh, just the 27th is the last episode, I think. Okay, so right around when... uh, Rise of Skywalker comes out. Okay. Or a little, I guess it's after, I guess. The week, the week after. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. The latest episode was, it was good. We had like, it's just like a bunch of interesting uh, character actors and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's that person. That's that person. Yeah. It seems like that every episode though, too. It's like, oh, that person. Oh, they're not in it anymore. 
Yeah, and then like like with the the one in the the first episode, the the Taika Waititi did the voice of yeah. the IG Eleven, and it's like sweet. This guy's really cool, and then he's gone. Yeah, and I'm like are they gonna bring him back? Like, that's my only complaint. I mean, I can see why it's it's like that, so they can have a bunch of just good quality actors in it just for one episode. But I feel like it needs to continue a little bit. At least, at least it, like all these people that are featured like in the posters, you think are going to be like the entire yeah, series. I thought they were going to be regular characters and it's like, where'd they go? Yeah. And the episode, the latest episode, nothing spoilery, but it was like when it gets with the lights turned off and the blinking, it just was driving me crazy. And I was like, okay, when's it going to stop? <laughs> I think that uh, that one has been my least favorite. Like that was the one I was like, just kind of not as invested in the story. I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. It was kind of interesting seeing Bill Burr in it. Um, you know, like and, saying uh, wise ass. I'm like, I'm like that doesn't really sound wise. Uh, Star Warsy. <laughs> and uh, the the devil guy there was Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown, from- and then um, what's her name from Game of Thrones and Harry Potter? Natalie uh, something. I forgot. Her. Yeah, I'm forgetting her last name. And then Richard Ayoade from IT Crowd. Yeah, he was the, the robot there, the droid. I liked that droid. That was a cool design. Yeah. He looked kind of familiar. Like he was like kind of slightly based off of that um, buggy kind of eye um, guy from Empire, the one of the, yeah, the bounty hunters. Yeah, that bug, that bug looking uh, yeah. droid. So is there any other Disney Plus shows that have you checked out? Uh, Imagineering Story. I haven't watched it yet. I'm kind of waiting for it to end and then I'll watch it's- it. The last episode was Friday. Oh, was it? Okay, so I, yeah, so I got to watch it. Six episodes. Okay. Um, I haven't seen that one yet, actually. I'll probably have to watch that later. So were they like hour, um, hour and a half? I think they're all an hour. Okay. And, and like every one of them, my girlfriend and I are watching it. And we're like, yeah, we're not going to get emotional. And they're like, oh, there it comes. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get you and everyone. Um we were watching the Jeff Goldblum one. I watched, I watched the one, the tattoo one. I watched, I watched like two or three. Yeah, I mean, my my site is uh, kind of like notorious for just having Jeff Goldblum on a pedestal. Like I have a couple of Jeff Goldblum T-shirts. Like we kind of have like he's like a almost like the unofficial mascot of our site in a way. So I'm like I definitely watched a f- uh, a few episodes of that and I like love it. I'm like he's such a character. What else uh, is there? I'm trying to think. I've, well, most of the new stuff. I've watched. Wasn't there like a movie that was like a Christmas movie? And my brother said that yeah. was kind of crappy. Noel. Yeah. And then, it was awesome. yeah, I, I've been watching, what's just been watching a lot of the animated shorts. There's some that are missing. Um, cause there's, cause I have, I still have like Walt Disney treasure DVDs. Yeah, I have most, I have a lot of those. I'm like, man, I should just rip them and sell them because they're like, they're, they're like worth hundreds of dollars. <laughs> But yeah, it's like I love I love Humphrey the Bear. So these they had a couple of those in like Chip and Dale cartoons. Like so, I've been showing my my son a lot of those. He's like he wants to watch the same Mickey cartoons, <laughs> like the new Mickey cartoons. Well, he watches Mickey Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on the Disney yeah. Channel. But he I was showing him like the old ones too. Um, but he keep watch he keeps wanting to watch the same old Mickey ones. I'm like, no, there's some other ones you gotta watch. There's like there's <laughs> Donald and Goofy, and there's other ones. <laughs> but um all right so i think i think you gotta you want to watch the watchman don't you 
<laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't watched it yet. I'm kind of waiting for it to end. Um, which well, I guess is well, tonight. It tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's also. It's, I'll uh, binge it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Would you put it? Would you put it on like the top of your list for favorite show? Um. No, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that that much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've like I'm torn between like the boys. I mean, even though Game of Thrones was had it was the season, the last season one is great. It's still like it's still up there as my favorite show of all time. So I, I can't really put it pegged down too low on my list of favorite shows. But I think the boys, def, the boys was definitely. Have you seen that yet? I watched the first couple episodes, and I uh, think there was something else I started watching and distracted me. Okay, I finished it up. It's good. I'll have to do that. Yeah. There's some things I got to finish. Like I never even watched the third season of Daredevil. Wow. That was like, that was a good season, but I guess they both, there's no, there's no rush now since they're closing down the yeah. Marvel TV studios or whatever. <laughs> See, that's what I'm wondering too, with, uh, the Disney plus Marvel shows. It's like, I hope they're not going to be the same formula as the Mandalorian. Like, I hope that they're more, well, I think they're gonna be tying it. I think they're gonna tie into the movie somehow. They were saying so. Yeah, but the the Wanda WandaVision, that one can be like that kind of classic sitcom style. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with that. I'm like, that's one I'm definitely curious about. The animated one, I'm kind of curious about. But I that one's the animated one with the what if or whatever it is. I think that's like my least kind of anticipated one. Definitely Hawkeye oh, and. Hawkeye is one I'm really hoping is good, even though I don't like Jeremy Renner. <laughs> but Hawkeye is one of my favorite comics, so. And um, was it uh, the Winter Soldier and? Yeah, Bucky and the Winter yeah, Soldier. I think that's the first one that's coming out. When is that coming out? Is that the spring? They're, yeah, I think they're all 2020. All yeah. the. I mean that's only in a couple of weeks, 2020. Well, yeah, I think they're only filming it. Maybe it's, maybe it's like May. It's that comes out along with like Black Widow. The movie comes out. That should be interesting. I wonder if. Yeah, I don't know what to think about. Like, if it's just a prequel, or is it, if it's gonna like somehow explain things, and maybe she's not really dead, and I don't know. <laughs> I guess we're <laughs> But it's it's that's it's it's a good time to be a geek because there's so much content. But at the same time, that's another there's problem. There's so much yeah. content. Yeah. So it's like, man, I like, oh, do you watch the show? I'm like, no, I haven't watched it. Just like, yeah. I have so a I kid and time. <laughs> like uh, last night, I was watching Crisis on Infinite Earths. Which one's and that? it's the crossover of like the DC. Oh, is it is DC it on shows? the DC platform one? No, it's on. Uh, it's it's like with Arrow and Supergirl and Flash. Oh, okay, it's, okay. It's on yeah, I yeah, I and I'm like, those. I don't watch any of those shows, but I kept hearing of all the guest stars and stuff they were gonna have, and I'm like, well, I want to watch it. And I'm like, I, I'll, let's see if I. Uh, it was easy to pick up. Like I didn't have to be watching these shows for years to understand okay. what was going on. Yeah, for some reason, I never, I never really got into like the CW, DC kind of stuff. I just kind of like it's. Yeah, like, I never really, I never really did either. But Kevin Conroy was going to play live action Batman, and I was like, I have to watch that. Oh well, yeah. Every Comic Con I would go to, he would, I would always go to a Batman, Batman Beyond or Batman uh, animated series. So he would, I would see him all the time. I was like backstage, I saw him walk by. I'm like, I'm not going to say hi to him, but <laughs> he's a tall, he's a tall dude though. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, 
it was like him he was in one episode where he's like in the future and he's like this old batman and he's got the the armor like in kingdom come because of all his injuries that he's got to have this suit to like help him walk oh okay so that's cool um all right i think we're gonna wind down here um all right so it was good talking to you so um where can people find you like on uh, social media and stuff like that on instagram uh at honorary android and uh t public honorary android and facebook honorary android <laughs> you're not on, you're not on twitter though i am i just hardly ever use it okay i feel like i, th- I think i just saw an article recently where someone like where about something on twitter where if you put like oh i want that t-shirt Oh yeah, yeah. We're, I don't that, know. That's if, I don't know if, if you put them. yeah, Boston, then they would start putting that that thing on. So someone put that on there. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to put things on Twitter anymore. <laughs> but I guess it could be any social media. But, but anyway, yeah. So it was a good talk, man. Um, thanks, thanks for a lot for doing that. And maybe I'll see you down in Orlando sometime for if I ever get back down there. Probably be, be a year or two next time I get down there. But maybe we'll meet up or something. That'd be cool. All right, man. Um, Thanks a lot.